Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, children across the... Oh, fuck it. Let's go off script. It's time for a reality check. The most real talk show on the net is back and better than ever. Covering all and everything with pro wrestling. The curse. The pack. And especially, the future of pro wrestling. We'll talk overcoming struggles from the independents to pros and news from all around the wrestling world. We have no filters, so controversy is always welcome. This is your reality check. <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome to another edition of the most real talk show on the net. While the movement just keeps on pacing forward, of bringing respect back to the sport that we all love of professional wrestling, that is reality. Check Radio. I am your host, George Alonso, and golly, what a show we have for you today. Probably filled with a lot of fun, a lot of craziness, a lot of controversy, and of course, a lot of uh, inspirational stories from our great guests, which I will be talking about shortly. But before I do, let's go ahead and introduce you to my sister from another mister. She makes all the wrestlers look pretty because she's a makeup designer. Oh, God, she's going to kill me. I already see her looking at me from her desk. Uh, Millie, come over here. I'm talking about our, one of our newest COOs. I'm talking about Millie Cruz. Millie, how are you? I'm doing well. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, you, you, you sound like Enzo. <laughs> are, are you going to rate shoes now? No, I may. I just, uh, what's up? What are you going to call it? Uh, because I, I think Enzo's show is called Enzo's Kicks or something like that. What are you going to call yours? Uh, high Heels with Millie? <laughs> Why not? Sweat. Why not? Man? Why not? Well, anyway, Millie, how's everything? How's uh, I know you're over there on your desk uh, working hard as COO. You've been updating the website. Uh, you've been yeah. doing a lot of things. Uh, uh, since your promotion last week, I know you're not going to be on here that much, you know, as before. Yeah. Like, you're you're going to be in and out, but how how you been? I'm doing well, doing well. Everything is running smoothly. Losing sleep, but as long as the website, Twitter, Instagram, everything looks good, that's all that matters to me. I'm definitely putting heart and soul into everything. So, um, yeah, it definitely is. But enough about myself. As everyone has heard, George, I will be in and out, um, still interviewing some of our great guests that we have coming up um, in the near future and tonight. Uh, but I would definitely like to introduce, as everyone met her last week um, with us and had a couple of funny stories from her already, um, <laughs> the beautiful and awesome Miss Christina. How are you? Hello, hello, Millie. You are too kind with the whole beautiful part, but I thank you. <laughs> How oh, Jesus. 
I, well, I don't know about me anymore. Uh, I got to put up with you two. So, so basically, and and uh, due to his absence, <laughs> he's a little late here to the studio. Uh, I'm talking about good old Rick Foley. Uh, hasn't uh, hasn't arrived at the studio yet. Probably caught some good old Miami traffic. But it's good to see that you made it on time on your first day on the job, Christina. Of course. Why would I be late to my first day? Who does that? Well, well. <laughs> uh, do, do we need to say shout. names? Do we need to hold on? Do we need to say names? Um, Matthew. Um, <laughs> um. Oh, <God>. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Matthew wasn't just late on day one. Matthew was late on day two and day three. Okay, so how how that man still has a how that man still has a job as our audio guy on this show? I would never freaking know. Like, I don't understand. The only thing, the only reason why we still keep them is because of the booking. Yeah, really honestly. Well, that and because, you know, oh, my God. But anyway, enough about that. Guys, we have a phenomenal show lined up here for you guys. Of course, we got some great guests coming on. Of course, we also are going to be talking about WWE Raw. That's going to be starting in just a short while. But, guys, we have some great guests, like I was just saying. We're going to have the United Kingdom's own B. Prisley coming on the show. She is a phenomenal athlete out of the United Kingdom. Uh, as a matter of fact, she was one of the found, well, one of the staples into women's wrestling at the organization of D- WCPW uh, alongside Nick and Newell, uh, you know, in that organization when they started women's wrestling there. Uh, And let me tell you something, two of the most brilliant athletes I've ever seen watch uh, on social media because obviously we can't get any uh, television for the United Kingdom here in the United States unless you find a way to hack your cable system, I I guess. Uh, We do not condone that, by the way. But aside from that, we also have someone very very close to us, a very good friend of both Millie and I. <laughs> I'm talking about the leader of the Breakfast Club. <laughs> the leader of the Breakfast Club will be here. The man that started the movement. Uh, <laughs> the man that started the movement. Uh, I'm talking about Anthony Janazzo will be here. Hopefully he brings some pizza. You, you know you're in trouble, right? I'm sorry you know that right now. You know you're, that. You know you're in trouble. What do you think I'm trying to do? I'm trying to avoid that issue. Regardless but, of trying to avoid the issue, it ain't going to happen. It's Anthony. Listen, I'm trying to avoid the issue that hand of him trying to burn me a new one. <laughs> but just for the fact that I'm talking nicely about him. <laughs> so, well, just know that we're so, going to have some breakfast for lunch. I mean, for dinner, I'm sorry, while well, lunch. I haven't even eaten lunch. I haven't even eaten all day. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and talk some WWE Raw uh, starting tonight. Man, what a show we should have lined up today. Uh, of, go- of course, going into Roadblock, uh, the end of the road, where it's headlined between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, champion versus champion. Uh, of course, we're also seeing Seth Rollins going against Chris Jericho, uh, and much, much more. But, guys... What a last week episode we saw on Monday Night Raw when we saw the return of Ric Flair and, of course, congratulating Sasha Banks. Where can we see things go from here when it comes to that? A lot of people are actually going... Uh, a lot of people are going on record saying that even wrestlers, uh, you know, people like... um, 
uh, I, I forgot her name. Darn it. Uh, her name rang a bell. <sighs> Darn it. Emma actually is one of them. I know that for a fact that they were saying that they want that feud of Sasha and Charlotte to be over. That, that is, uh, that's coming a little far. So, you know, let's go ahead and start with you, Christina, because you're brand new to the family. What do you have to say? What, where can we go from here now that Sasha and Charlotte probably had their last hurrah? Um, I, I think it's about time. I'm tired of the whole back and forth. Sasha wins on Raw. Charlotte gets it back at a pay-per-view. I'm done with that whole thing. It's time to move on, start, you know, time to, to start something fresh. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to something new because – you know, you watch Raw, if you've watched NXT, they've had a great rivalry in NXT. They brought that over back to Raw. Uh, I'm ready for something new. I think it's about time, in my opinion. I, I couldn't disagree with you more, you know, I, at all, completely at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, when, when we talk about new, Christina, I, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, new to us was when they were doing things like last night, for instance. Last night we saw our first ever no disqualification match between two women. You know, and then we also saw the first ever tables match between two phenomenal women. And I'm talking about, you know, uh, congratulations to Alexa Bliss, of course. Uh, and I'm also going to go ahead and say on record and congratulate, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I got Becky Lynch. Uh, for putting on such a great, great match. But I understand where we're doing something different, but where can they go different from here? That's, that's my question because it, it, a, a lot of people were relying on Sasha and Charlotte to hold up the division. We haven't even seen Emma debut on, you know, on Raw yet, and Bailey is you know, kind of feuding with Dana, so it's like, where can we go? Who can, who can Sasha feud with? If you ask me, and this is going to go on a very bad hate message here. Oh, by the way, uh, Rick, before you sit down there, uh, go punch in your card. <laughs> so, all right, perfect. I'll get to you in a second. Uh, basically, um, what I'm going to say is, is – Personally, for Sasha Banks' sake, and just to put over a new person, at least from here to Royal Rumble or from here to to WrestleMania, is put her in a program with Nia Jax. Thank you. You know they have to. They have I to establish. Ahead, that's my opinion. <laughs> no, that's no, <laughs> that's my opinion, and I think Nia Jax is the perfect person to be next to you know to at least fill that void. Not saying it, you know, it should happen as I think it should happen tonight. In my opinion, what's your your take, Christina? Yeah, a hundred percent. I I love Nia Jax. I'm over the whole her squashing, you know, random jobbers, lady jobbers like Braun is. I'm done with that. I think I think it'll be great for her to go against, you know, you know, for Sasha Banks to go against someone like Nia Jax. You know, that's kind of be going to be like an uphill battle. And, and I think it's going to be really great for the women's division. I think it's going to be great for a storyline between the both of them. Because, you know, Sasha, she's small, she's scrappy. And I feel like it's going to be a really good, good storyline to come out of that. Will it go all the way to WrestleMania? I don't see that happening, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. 
No, yeah, completely agree. Like I said, they they just need to fill the void. Uh, Rick Foley, uh, welcome to the show. I know you were a little late. Miami traffic, it's understandable. What do you have to say about this situation with the the filling the void right now of women's wrestling, in, uh, at least on WWE Raw, because SmackDown looks like they have it all when it comes to women's wrestling. What do you think about the Raw part? Yeah, I think that idea of Nia Jax is, is probably the only – viable option right now as far as Sasha's concerned. It looks like Charlotte's going to take some time away, possibly. Like you said, Bailey's got a feud going on with uh, with Dana, so that, that, that opens that door, I believe. Yeah, I, I per- yeah, I completely agree. Now, of course, like I said, you know, so, now one person we are forgetting in this no- note, and I know that, you know, it's actually uh, kind of like throwing it out there, is Paige. I know she's on the injury list right now, which is understandable. Uh, <laughs> Paige reminds me, I mean, sorry, B. Prisley, uh, the upcoming guest that we're having now at 620 soon, uh, it, she reminds me a lot, a lot uh, of Paige. As a matter of fact, she, in my opinion, she kind of resembles Paige to the next level because, mm-hmm. man, not to, uh, to uh, kind of overshadow Paige here, but B has taken her career and, and it, has taken it like a rocket ship. She, like now when people re- rely on the United Kingdom wrestling from the women's wrestling perspective, a lot of people, re- you know, point to B Prisley and say that she's the staple right now in the United Kingdom. And I, I feel like she deserves it, just like how Paige is doing here in the United, United States. You know, Paige started the women's res- revolution. Now, here's my question, guys. What would you want to see Paige do upon her return in the WWE if she has that chance? Because we've all heard the same rumors on and off again, on and off again about, oh, you know, she's not coming back or she is coming back. I don't look at anything, you know, at a negative point of view. I look at everything at the best possible way. So what do you think we might see when it comes to Paige? Christina? I I have no idea. I think the first thing is she has to get herself straightened out, whatever her straightened out is, see if she's welcome back, and go from there. I mean, I think that's – that's where we're we're looking into a crystal ball that we don't have right now. I don't I don't believe. Yeah, I, I would right. love to see her return and go and go straight straight for the women's title, regardless of who's holding it. I want her to be a heel. I want her to be the badass that she is. I want her to run her house, and I want her to get with hers. And and I think she deserves it. I think uh, you know she's had a couple title runs before, uh, but I feel like the next one. I feel like she she should really have it for a long time. No, listen, if there's anyone that deserves it more in that entire roster, in my like, don't get me wrong, the, the, the current roster, great, great, phenomenal roster. I'm not dissing anyone. But to me, Paige is the one that started the revolution, okay, because mm-hmm. it, it all started with her feud with the Bellas, and I loved that feud. I loved it. It actually caught your attention. And, you know, going back to what we were saying for the last couple of weeks, some things that we're missing is the shock factor. What's also missing is that passion in your feuds. And not to, to mention it again, but Bia, you know, uh, from the United Kingdom, that's what she's doing with Nixon Newell. You know, she has a passionate feud between the two. As a matter of fact, they even had a last women's standing match. 
and, and it, it's phenomenal. If, if listeners, if you're listening in, look up B. Presley versus Nixon New. You will not be disappointed. I promise. But basically, we're losing that passion of the feud. Like at least in the women's sense, because even the Charlotte and Sasha feud was kind of dying off because they really didn't have much to work with, in my opinion. Like, I don't, I don't think, like, it, for their first match and second match, they had something because they were using their best friend story. But then they just continued to stir the pot. It's kind of like, hey, you know, uh, best friend, best friend, best friend again, best friend. And I was like, okay, do something different. And I couldn't take it. Now, here with this case where, like I was saying about Nia Jax a little earlier with you, Christina, where Nia Jax could come in and now say, you don't deserve to have that title. I'm bigger than you. you you're tiny. Why are you holding the, the championship to resemble us? You know, and that kind of would hit home with a lot of wrestlers out there because a lot of wrestlers is like a new generation of professional wrestling in, in entirety. Like how Daniel Bryan started, where Daniel Bryan made sure that the image of pro wrestling had changed. So uh, it will hit home to a lot of people and fans. And I feel like the Nia Jax feud will work. Now, Goldberg and Lesnar, I think, is the number one rated feud right now, I have to say, on WWE television. No offense to Kevin Owens, no offense to anyone. I feel like that's the best feud they got. Because it's so real that last week on Raw you saw Paul Heyman cry. So I feel like that is perfect. Now, Christina, what do you think is your favorite feud in, in WWE programming right now? Uh, God, that's, in WWE programming as, as a whole? Um, yeah, I mean, like I, right I, now. I love AJ Styles and I love Dean Ambrose together. To me, I think, you know, they're, both of me, they're magical. They're both, like, one of my top favorites of all time. Uh, Mixon, James Ellsworth, which, you know, for right now, he's, he's a, I don't want to say, like, a hot ticket, but he's, like, the trendy one that everyone likes because, you know, he's the small guy with two hands with a fighting chance, and he's just the in thing right now. I don't think that's going to last long. But kind of just throwing him into the pot, I feel like it's interesting for me. It's something a little bit different. Um, you can never go wrong with basically anything AJ sells, in my opinion. So right now, that's where I'm standing. That is my pick. All right, and Rick, what's your... Wait a minute. Why are we talking to you, Rick? Where's the little punk? <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that, George. Uh, part of the reason that I was late, I was in negotiations for the show today with little CM Punk. And unfortunately, he wanted a larger dressing room than all of us. So we are at an impasse this week. Hopefully, we'll have him back next week. We ha- wait, Millie. Get over here from your get over here from your desk. When did we have dressing rooms? Well, you see what happened was. Um, yeah. Uh huh. When yeah. did? Uh, we, all that, right. That, that you you know what like happened last night? That kind of happened last okay, night. Okay, go back. See, that's what happens when. Wait, see when I that was that's what happens when you don't join us at La Casa Little C and Funk. What happened? Yes. When you see the lair, you've seen the lair of Little CM Punk, George. You know he's big time. He was going to want his own dressing room. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, thank you very much, Melly. Thanks for the memo. I, I really appreciate it. I'm the CEO, and I don't even get memos around here. That, that shows you how real this place is. Anyway, guys. Uh, how about you read your email? Read your email. Get memos. How about that? How ch- oh. 
I'll check them later. Oh. But, guys, it's now time to open up the line to our first guest. She is literally calling all the way from the United Kingdom. This is a grand honor for our first ever international guest. Again, to say for you guys who are tuning in a little late, she was one of the staple women for WCPW in their first ever women's match against Nixon Newell. She's actually making headwaves over at New, uh, United Kingdom. She has, she's a phenomenal athlete. She is great both in and out of the ring, personality-wise, of course. We're going to go ahead and open up the lines to the one and the only, B. Prisley. Ms. Prisley, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you guys? Uh, good, good, Ms. Prisley. How are you? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Um, Will literally got back to America, like, about 20 minutes ago, so he's good. He's good. <laughs> what, t- what time is it over there in the United Kingdom, if you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it's 20 past 11 at night, on Monday night. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. So, wait a minute. Uh, not to... Not to swerve away from your interview, of course, but I have to ask you something. Like, when it comes to, like, how we were talking about, like, Raw and stuff a little earlier, uh, what time does it show for you guys, then? It, it shows after midnight for you guys? Um, I have no idea. If I watch it, I watch it online. No, oh, I, I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, man, they, <laughs> I don't even know how to come back from that, to be honest with you, because uh, I, I'm here, like, wondering how, okay, you know what? Uh, I'll just let that, I'll, I'll simmer that. <laughs> I'll let that simmer for a little while and, and, and think, think for it. But uh, basically, Miss Prisley, again, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your, our first ever international guest on the show. Uh, we we really appreciate your time, especially this late at night for you. Uh, so let me go ahead and start by asking this. You know, we, we heard, you know, a couple of stories about you. You know, you grew up watching professional wrestling, just like all of us. Uh, you know, you ended up, you know, being inspired by the greats, like the Pages and, and Chris Jericho. Can, can you tell us a little bit how, you know, those names, like the Pages and the Chris Jerichos, have impacted not just your wrestling career, but your personal life as well? Um, well, Chris Jericho is amazing, and like everything he does. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like um, Jericho, because no matter what he does, he always manages to get attention. Like, if he's a heel or a base face, or if he's mid-card or main event, he always is remembered. He just got that post-outing Christmas, and he was the one who actually got me into wrestling, Chris Jericho. He's my favourite um, like ever. Huh. And then Paige was the first leader aside from Lisa, or women's wrestler now. But, um, it was different. Like she wasn't just a, like not the bimbo bitch. They didn't really have many like uh, you know the like, gothic ish kind of you know punky looking girls around. Um, aside from you know like Lisa and Victoria and um. So she was definitely like, what I, I only started watching in 2010, so I'm quite late. So she was quite, you know, just different compared to the other girls I had right then. So she definitely stood out. And um, her, her style of wrestling was very brawl, and they'd never really had a girl who was a brawl before. And then, like, I like wrestling for me to have it look like I actually want to kill someone. 
so like it kind of <laughs> um I don't want it to the oh, the rest of that she's like no if you're in the ring with me I want to kill you like that's the idea <laughs> I, I want to win like, I'm going to do what it takes to win I don't care how so so let me ask you this then, Miss Presley, because how you're saying like the whole page and you saying you want to kill someone—well, not kill someone, but you want to <laughs> you want to kick someone's ass, you know—and and we totally understand, like, you know, we totally understand that look of you because trust me, I just look at your photo. I don't even have to see your match. I just look at your photo and I'm like, oh my god, this girl's gonna kick someone's ass. <laughs> but but basically, what I'm trying to say is, you know. At the same time, I, I listened, and and one of your also one of your favorite wrestlers growing up, of course, going into the business was Maurice, and this was a, a young lady who started off as a model turned wrestler, and basically, you know, you even modeled one of your first characters after her when you first entered the business as Amy, Amy St. Clair. Uh, tell us how the whole transition happened, you know, from the Maurice kind of inspired Amy Sinclair to the now B. Prisley? Um, well, yeah, Maurice is like, she was just the um, diva I ever watched wrestle as well, and then I was just, it's just the attitude, she just um, walks out instantly, she just like, with her face, she just tells the story, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't need to say anything. It's just the way she presents herself. Um, and then, because I loved her, and I, like, you know, just, you know, starting out generic as I was like, I'm going to, I my ring gear and like some of the research and I did that and then um I think you need to find people along with me like that works for you and kind of build your own sort of thing. I'm still building my sort of thing now. But um I'm thinking like the more matches I have the more I'm finding out what works for me and like the roof style, like especially because I have like trained all the way I didn't have like a little and stuff like that. Like they're very yeah. Style is a whole lot different than the ring, but then they know how to get reactions from an independent crowd. So, you know, I've started going more like strong style wrestling compared to like TV wrestling. So, like with your strong style into your into your arsenal, you also was inspired by like the Japanese women, like the Io Shirai's and and stuff of the business. Oh, Japanese men. Like, I'm talking like Shibata and all these guys. Oh. Like, um, I do a, a, a suplex as part of my moveset, and it's like a uh, tribute to Shibata. <laughs> well, so, like, like, we all... I do a for a bit as tribute to Kenja. Oh, my God. Uh, now that you mentioned Kenta, oh, my God. Let me... Let, let's not even go there with Kenta. Like, I feel like... Uh, you know, we're seeing a whole different Kenta now in the WWE product, which is not bad because everyone has to adapt, you know, from from there to here, you know. But basically, like, I, I know that WWE and Japan are two things that you want to do eventually in your life, you know, whether it's whichever one comes first. Like, you yourself, Bia, you're still, you know, young in the business. Do you feel like uh, you could adapt quickly to either Japan or, or to the American WWE stuff? Oh, definitely. Like, um, I've recently just done the WWE trial up at they had in Glasgow, um, and that was a very, very good experience, um, just overall. But um, I think either way, like, in wrestling, you have to learn to adapt anyway because times change and styles change. Like, 
people, and like depending what shows you do as well, I'm not going to do the same kind of matches I do at like what culture or progress in front of the camera girls. He's not going to get the same matches, and it's going to be taking like stupidly big moves for a small crowd. You know what I mean? So you have to. Like, yeah. In wrestling, it's all about being able to adapt, and then especially for like if you do festival shows. They're like really over the top and very, very gimmicky kind of characters compared to like progress. They want all the best wrestling and like same what culture. It's like, it's very, you know, it's just being able to adapt. It's got a kind of what I'm still you have to possess. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the spot, but this is just a fun question. Don't 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 take this. This is just a little fan fun, you know, between two professionals here, journalist to to wrestler. Bia, if you had a choice <laughs> of he- of being in one of these two events, obviously you'll want to be both. Let's be honest with each other. Shoot, I want to be both. But if you wanted to choose one, where would you rather, you know, be? Wrestle Kingdom or would you rather be at WrestleMania? Um, well, I'd be going to Wrestle Kingdom in January anyway, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you lucky. <laughs> Well, last week, yes, <laughs> being a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I, um, I don't, yeah, it's different because Wrestle Kingdom is like, for the independent scene, is like the place where WWE is kind of like the place everyone wants to go. Like, traditionally, like, you see wrestling, it's usually WWE, but you see it, and then instantly you want to be in WWE. Um, yeah. Probably, I'd probably say WrestleMania, just because it's WrestleMania. But Wrestle Kingdom, you know, it doesn't mean the second do that. I mean, if it was like, which one of the, oh God, I have to think about it for like five weeks. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think because it is WWE, they are, they are WWE. Like, and they are, the weather people like or not, they are the top wrestling promotion in the world. I'm just saying this right now, and I'm saying this out right now in the in the out open. I don't care who listens, whether it's a WWE promoter, whether it's a WWE booker. I don't care if it's Lucha Underground. I want this to happen. Bea Prisley versus Paige. Just saying. <laughs> just throwing this out there. Yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. So basically, Bia, I don't want to take much of your time. I, I, again, I know it's late, so I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to my next co-host here. If I have anything else I want to ask, uh, I'll wait for their turns because I don't want to be a hog here. So, uh, Christina, uh, Ms. B. Prisley is all yours. The the questions are, are, are yours. All right, hit me. <laughs> all right, B. Well, first of all, hello. Hello. Uh, thank you for, for coming on. Um, but yeah, my question, um, kind of with George, like, doing the whole comparison and contrasting with Paige, uh, with Paige, you know, growing up in a wrestling family, uh, but your family, on the other hand, is, is, from what I understand, is not, not a big fan of, of wrestling, so how um, do you, how do you deal with that? Um, my, my family, like, hates wrestling, <laughs> um, yeah, um, when I said, uh, like, I wanted to wrestle when I was 16, um, I had to fight. Like, I started watching at 14. I had to fight for two years to even let my parents go to training. Um, and then when I was 16, I was like, just just let me go. And they're like, if you want to go, you have to get yourself there. You have to get yourself back. You have to pay for your training. You have to pay for all of it. Um, 
la da la. I was like, okay, cool, because I was working part time in a rest home, so I could like, I could afford to pay for it. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. So I've literally with wrestling, I've my parents haven't had me anything. I've worked for everything I have. I didn't get my training paid for. I pay for it all myself. Um, any of the ring gear I had, I've all paid for it myself. Um, yeah, there, there's just not the thing that my whole family is like very, they're very musical and they're very theater. But when it comes <laughs> to actual like sport and athletic, they're like, they never really, I mean, they've done a bit of netball, but they never like wanted to do sport as a career sort of thing like me. Mm-hmm. So, now, I'm sure like as a family, they are supportive. Have they come to your shows? Have they actually seen you, seen you wrestle before? Um, okay, well, they came to my debut match, and they left straight after my match. Um, and then my dad came to, like, one other match I had in my first year, um, and then they haven't been to one since, um, and that was in 2012, no, 2013. Um, and then, because that was when I was living in New Zealand, and um, now I'm back in England, Um yeah, they're, they're coming over to see me in March. And I was like, look, I'm doing a show in London, you know, you want to come watch? And I think because I've definitely improved ridiculously compared to what I was like when I first started here, um, they're actually like watching my stuff now. I'll be like, oh, she's actually not as bad as she was. So um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I've kind of, um, they'll probably come and I'm hoping this time they'll enjoy it. Just um, the standard over here is definitely, there's a lot more competition as well. So mm-hmm. compared to like yeah, um, some other countries in the world. So yeah, I mean, like hopefully they come and they actually enjoy it this time. Now, now speaking of your debut, because you debuted, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, about what four years ago, coming up on the anniversary. Yeah, I debuted when I was uh, 16. At the end, I, I think it was like the 21st December 2012. It was like supposed. It was when the apocalypse was supposed to happen or something. And that was my debut match. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, apparently it was, I was supposed to like, debut two months before that as well, but I said no because I didn't feel ready. Um, and then when they debut, debuted me, I'd only been training for six months. So I was like, oh, gosh. Like, um, yeah, apparently it wasn't awful. It was one of the best matches they had in their area. So I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it was, yeah. So it was like end of 2012, and I was 16. So, so being so young and kind of having your debut match only after about six months of training, what was like the biggest shock to you? Like the biggest adjustment you've you've had to make in in wrestling? Um, I think a lot of it was my attitude because, like, I was still growing up. And I was 16 and I was just getting all this attention because I was so young and I was a wrestler. And then kind of at one point, I just had like the worst attitude ever. I mean, I've sorted it out now because I've grown up and matured and stuff. But there was certainly one time I like I hated myself. And it's just because like I was just getting all this attention just online and I'd never had it before. And because I was so young and I was probably quite naive at the same time. So it's definitely like... Like learning, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, there are, there are weirdos everywhere all over the world when it comes to wrestling. It's just something that 
happens to everybody. It's not doesn't make you amazing or anything. It's just something that happens if you put yourself out there. And um, but I think definitely like my first, like probably like my first year of like being on shows because I was on every single show because I hardly had any girls. I was kind of like, oh, like, I'm always booked. Do you know what I mean? La da da da. So um, yeah, definitely like attitude was one. But I think a lot of that was yeah part of growing up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the long run, it's made me like a lot more kind of humble now. Like I think if I didn't have that then, I'd probably have that now or, you know, but yeah. yeah and, and, sorry, just, and, and being so young in, in business and you say you're getting a lot of like unwanted attention, being a female and being that young, like, you know, I've experienced too as a fan of being a woman fan and, and going to these wrestling shows and getting a lot of weird, unwanted attention sort of away from, from other fans. Like, and, and especially now with like, you know, with social media and stuff being such a thing, how, how do you deal with that? How is it like, does it not get to you? Do you just have to like turn it off and just get away from it? Or you just kind of have to, you know, water off the deck's back and just be like, you get what you get. And that's what kind of comes with it. Um, Kind of like, if it's something like, weird or something I'll just ignore it but then if someone's trying to like call me out I will definitely like this is probably not the best thing to do but I'll definitely mouth back like someone like only if it's like really pissed me off like someone said something I only get booked because I'm Will Ospreay's girlfriend and I that pissed me off because it's like he's never got me booked anywhere and like a lot of people just seem to have this thought that they that he did and he hasn't so like that's one thing. So I, I just respond saying, yeah, but I back it up so I fucking deal with it pretty much. And then he ended up leaking his comment in the end because it got like ridiculous amount of retweets and likes and people were, you know, defending me or whatever. But um, it's just, you know, it's just a lot of the things I don't understand people because some things they say online, it's like, what do you gain from saying this? You gain absolutely nothing. Like, <laughs> like I just don't understand why people say some of the stuff they do. But um, oh, also there's other things though. You just have to grin and bear it. Like you're always gonna get criticism if you're the best thing in the world, or if you're the worst thing ever. Like you know, people might say, "Oh, you're just a spot monkey," or "Oh, you know, you did that wrong." And you know, it's just one of the things you just have to be like, "Yeah, well, I had fun. I still got paid exactly the same if my match was crap or if it was fantastic. So whatever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like." But you're a fraction compared to my wrestling career, so go away, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, you you, you know, at least they're they're talking about it. Good or bad, they're talking about you. And if, you know, a friend of theirs on their timeline is like, who's this Dee Priestley? Who who are they talking crap about? They're going to go on uh, on YouTube, find a couple matches you've done, and they're going to look you up, and they're going to be like, wow, like, fantastic or not, they're still going to be looking up your stuff. They're still going to, like, your name is still going to be going out there. Regardless if it's attached to Will or not, it's still, you know, being spread out there. Well, that's my thing. It's like, you know, at least something's spoken about. There's a lot of girls, you know, or like just, you know, girls worldwide who will wrestle, but I, like, you don't have any idea who they are. Um, But I don't know. Like, I just think the position I've been put in this, because this is my only debut in the UK in January, so I haven't even wrestled in the UK a year. And, um... I've certainly, I feel very privileged to be in the position I'm in, like, even the places I wrestle as well, like, not, 
I don't think any other girl has wrestled all the places I'm wrestling at the moment, like all all of them. But um, I don't I don't know. Like it's just I'm very yeah I'm very privileged to place them to be in. Um, but then yeah, saying that is that I don't think I'm there because someone else got me there. I think I'm there because I deserve to be there in a way. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely like it's a learning process as you go through, and it'll never stop being a learning process. You yeah, know? well, I remember the first match I had a what culture, I felt like way out of my depth. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I do not belong here. And then just watching, like, I had um, an iPad with what culture on Wednesday, I had another match on Thursday, and I was like, and either I had um, a match. Um, with what culture in London against Lana Austin and I just feel like I belong there now like I feel like just being put in that position has made me um, improve ridiculously fast in the amount of time that I have um, and I just generally feel it's like yeah I belong here now sort of thing mm-hmm. so it definitely was a big thing that made me um yeah, definitely grow as a wrestler being put on the a bigger show when I probably wasn't necessarily ready, but because I had to be, I kind of had to like suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, I, in in my opinion, I definitely think you deserve to be where you are because um, I've I've seen your matches with with Next Newell and they are absolutely mind blowingly fantastic. I think you're a fantastic worker. Still fairly, you know, new to the business. You always have something to learn. But for right now, where you are, you deserve to be where you are and, and to be that, that sort of a name. But I'm, I'm going to wrap it up for now, and I'm going to pass it off to our other co-host, Rick. B, I appreciate your time. I thank you. I thank you. Hello, right, B. Rick, how are you this evening? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. So, kind of piggybacking off the uh, fact that you started your training so young, was there anything in your initial training that surprised you or scared you or shocked you? Um, well, um, okay. So, um, basically, you know, like, when you go down to a training school, you've never been to a wrestling training school, you kind of expect it to be, like, WWE performance center, be all flashing glam. Um, I went down, the place I went to, it was like, um, this really kind of narrow building with just like a ring in it. And it was next to a railway station. This was quite a dodgy area as well. And I walked in and it's just, it was just definitely not what I expected. That was when we first shocked. But, um, I think you don't actually understand how much goes into wrestling until you actually seem to get into it. Most people like it. Oh, I can be so training and then I'm gonna be in the ring so away. No, like um I was on the mat for months before I even got set foot in the ring. So it's definitely a lot harder than what, you know, a wrestling fan may think it's like, oh it's cool, you're just gonna go around, you're gonna learn body slams, whatever on the first day. No no no, you might learn body slams at three months into training, but um depending on how quickly you progress, but I think yeah, definitely like you don't realize what actually goes into it and how much it takes on the body as well like my back was dying after bumping for like one session for like three days <laughs> yeah no was there anything special you had to do you mentioned your back was there anything special you had to do then or you do now to kind of take care of your body um 
My back is like my back's not too bad. Like really, I've just been having a bit of tightness in it. Um, and I had a situation at um, the last Progress Endeavour show um, where I took a German suplex and I couldn't stand up because I had a nerve gap in my lower back. Um, so basically, my legs couldn't function. But um, luckily, like after that, I just put on a more arm submission and that was the finish. Um, but that was probably the best match I've ever had, actually, as well. But, um, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was just a chat nerve. But, like, my back, like, my whole body's been so fine. Like, obviously, your knees get a bit wear and tear and everything. Your body just wears and tears anyway. But then again, I also played netball for, like, seven years. So that probably didn't cause my knees. But, um, I think considering I've been in four years, um, my body's, um, not that bad at all because I don't do a... Wow. Uh, I've got an interesting question. Uh, the, the independent wrestling scene here in the States, especially in, in Miami where we are, can be a little hit and miss. It uh, can be hard to get people to come out to certain promotions. What is the fan participation like in the UK for, indie, for the indie scene? Um, I think you have some like probably a lot of like fans will just follow the show. Like there's some fans who've never missed like a progress show. Um, which is quite remarkable. They're doing shows like Manchester and Sheffield, which are probably about like maybe like a three or four hour drive away from each other sort of thing. Right. So um I don't know, like I think there's a lot of loyal fans. Um you know, they definitely like their fans who just follow wrestlers one. But I don't I think it just depends on the crowd as well, if you're a family show or if you're a Indie Marcy kind of crowd, like. Um, but I think it's very good. You go, mate. Okay, then I got one final question, which I ask all of the guests, and uh, we're going to take Paige out of this equation because you've already mentioned you would like to wrestle Paige. Is there another female or even a male wrestler out there who you would love to wrestle who you have not wrestled? Um. I'd probably have to say Tessa Blanchard. That's an interesting uh, answer. Wow. I, we get a lot of AJ Styles, especially from the men. I'm not sure if that would be an answer well, you were looking at, but that's 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 an interesting answer. That's sort of from my from my era. I'm, I'm the older one of the of the hosts, so yeah, he was he was excellent. I love Tully Blanchard. I was going to say Tony Storm, but I'm wrestling on Sunday. But um, uh-huh. the thing you can do here, you can do. Um, we can do me and Will Ospreay versus Tessa Blanchard and Ricochet, a boyfriend and girlfriend against boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, yeah. You said, you said Tess Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard, is that correct? Tessa, Tessa, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said Tully. No, no, no. Yeah, like, well, Tully's retired, but that, that's a great answer. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's going to wrap up my questions. I appreciate your time, and I'm going to hand you off back to George. All right. Thank you, mate. No, thank you for your time. Thank you. So, Bia, before you go, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. But, again, let me just say, uh, again, from professional to professional, thank you very much, again, from the bottom of my heart for, for coming on here. 
this was a true honor to have you as our first ever guest from the United Kingdom. Uh, let's go ahead and help you, like, as, as far as go ahead and, and promote you out there. How can fans find you on social media, whether it's, like, Facebook fan page or, or Twitter or even Instagram? I know that's a thing now. Uh, how can bookers get a hold of you for any booking inquiries? And where can the fans of the United Kingdom catch you next? Okay. Um, so my Twitter is just um, at Priestley. Um My um, and Priestley is spelled L-E-Y as well. Um, my Instagram is Priestley, but with P-W at the end, and that stands for Pro Wrestling here. And um, my Facebook is, um, some, I think, yeah, it's just slash Priestley. Um, I'm pretty sure you can just Google my name and all this stuff will come up anyway. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, that's the thing. Um, yeah, and, um, I am wrestling Tony Storm on my debut for Progress on a chapter show in Sheffield this Sunday, December the 11th. And my Twitter is Will Osprey. No, it has not you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Bia, no chances of us ever seeing maybe a resurrection of Amy Sinclair coming out anytime soon, right? <laughs> I just oh, had no. to mess with you. Sorry. Oh, no. Amy Sinclair died a long time ago, like, end of 2013. <laughs> Of Amy Sinclair. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> please, no Wait a minute. We'll Google that name, please. I beg you. I'm gonna ruin it. I don't know. I'm just saying. I would love to see the whole hand gesture that you did that one time when that when that little Maurice came out of you that one time, like with the the hands. And I'm like, wait, that it, oh, that's God. beer. <laughs> I can't believe you that match was atrocious. I can't believe that's even online. If you guys have seen, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, it kind of shows how improvement in training plays off. It, w- wait a minute. It, I'm hearing a separate voice, and it's not coming from my show. Who, who's the, the the gentleman in the back? This is Mr. William Osprey. Hey. Hey, Mr. Osprey. How are you? I'm good. This is, uh, with the yep. Yeah. He's oh, just, that's uh, that's nice. He just come back to today, so. <laughs> well, no, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, we had some representatives from Reality Check Radio meet with you over the weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, Mr. Osprey, uh, Matthew, uh, and, of course, Lorraine both got to see you in action over here in the United States. Uh, thank you very and just from again from professional to professional, Mr. Osprey. Thank you very much for everything you do to entertain us and every every single night that you sacrifice your body to entertain us. And same thing goes for you, Miss Bia. Yeah, it's not about me today. It's about my beautiful girlfriend and my partner. You're taking a wrestling by storm. No, I I would love. Let me tell you, I'm backing you guys up. Wrestling is not just you know a sport, but it's an art. And I appreciate you guys, you and Ricochet, backing that up, you know, when it came to a lot of people. Huh? Hello? Sorry, that was me. That was my cat. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I was hearing stop it, stop it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. 
So no, but uh, I I just want to say thank you very much for for you know doing that 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 big movement of wrestling is an art, Mr. Osprey, and you know obviously Ms. Bea Prisley is doing her part in the women's you know department, and even you know making headwaves all over the world for both of you, and and we hopefully see the best for both of you in in the future of professional wrestling. Where's the map, Mike? Thank you. My pleasure. Well, we'll be in Orlando. We'll be in Orlando for WrestleMania weekend, and and hopefully we catch you in one of those shows. Uh, but Mr. Osprey, thank man, even for a cameo, thank you very much for for appearing on here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Mrs. Prisley, you know, thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate you being our first ever United Kingdom guest. It, it really means a lot to us for us to hit overseas and you being our inaugural over the seas guest. So we hope to have you again in the future and maybe keeping tabs on, you know, where your career is heading. Yeah, mate, just send me a message and I'll um, set my schedule and get back to you, yeah? All right, yeah, definitely. And don't worry, we'll make the episode a little earlier for you because I know it's super late at night for you. I would really appreciate it. But now it's all right. I'll probably stay away for the longer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I hope you both have a great night. We'll be talking to both of you very shortly. You too, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys, that was Ms. Bea Prisley with a special cameo by Will... Osprey, the aerial assault. Guys, who? who I, I, I'm be Millie. Go, get, get over here. Get over here, Millie. Get, come from your what, desk. What? 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 Will Osprey? Will Osprey was just on here for a second. I I, I kind of heard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am beyond speechless. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that's 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 deal. well, I guess if I might say myself, if, if he made a cameo, uh, I guess we're gonna have to talk to him and see if he wants to officially be on. Know more about Will. <sighs> I, I oh mean, my the, God. the first step has been made. The first step has been made. He's been on there and started to talk to us with a little bit. So why not just go go all the way and just get him on the show, Will? If you're listening. Still, come on. What do you got to lose? Well, not just that, but but guys, this is what I meant, and I and I sincerely tell you this. I sincerely tell our listeners uh, this all the time. I sincerely tell our staff all the time. You never know who's listening. You never know. You know, we've gotten popularity from the Young Bucks all the way to now, you know, getting acknowledgement from Will Ospreay from the United Kingdom to to many, many different names in the world of professional wrestling. I am, listen, I don't care for me. Personally, me, I don't care. You know, for, for you know, as far as like, oh, look, they know me, ha, ha, ha. No, I don't, I'm not one of those people. I could just tell you this right now. This show is for them. This show is for these guys who sacrifice body and limb, spirit and everything to entertain us, you know, on a daily basis. They, 
and I say daily because they work out, they train, they try new stunts every day of their lives. It's not just a weekend job for these people. It's an everyday job, and that's what they don't get credit for. Yeah. And I want and I want them to give them that credit. You know, Will Ospreay is a prime example. The man flies, gives us five-star classics every time he's on TV or every time he's at an organization. That man never disappoints. And you think it's only because he trains once a week? No. He trains every day. Yeah. So basically this show is for you guys. This show is for the wrestlers and for us for us as fans, because I could admit I used to be a wrestler, but I could admit I was a fan. You were, you're a fan, Millie. You know, Christina's yeah, a fan. But you, also Rick have to, is, you also have to remember, George, not just for the fans, but those who are inspiring wrestlers as well. Because when we do ask these young men and these young women, or even older gentlemen and, um, you know, older women who have been in the industry for nine-plus years or even longer than that, definitely have something to offer as an inspiration uh, let alone yeah. as, you know, as, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 I know. The fact that Will Ospreay you know, so. made a cameo on here is, is making us lose all our minds. So, um, <laughs> listen, the point is, Millie, I, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but the point is, is this. No matter if you've been in the business for two years, no matter if you've been in the business for 20 years, this is oh, not yeah. a show to say, hey, guys, he was on my show. Look at us. Look at us. No. This show is to say thank you. Okay? And nothing more. This show is to let you speak your story, speak your struggles, to make sure that you make your dream come true, and to say thank you for those, you know, fights, for those dedications, for everything you went through. And Bea Prisley shared a lot of that with us when Christina was talking to her, when I was talking to her, you know, about her upbringings with Maurice and Paige and, and of course, Chris Jericho. And, of course, yeah. how Rick was talking to her about, you know, any fears going into the business. All those things were her struggles to make her dream come true. She didn't have to. But in reality, her dream was to entertain us while becoming a professional wrestler. And this is the platform where we get to say thank you. That is what Reality Check Radio is all about. Yeah. So, so Christina, great job. Man, you stole the show, Christina. <laughs> oh, don't flatter myself. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> well, listen, I I went on, on record to tell Lorraine, our COO, you know, Millie knows this, Rick knows this, and we were all just sitting back listening to you talk, and, and we're like, are we having Christina on the show, or do we have Jim Barcelona on the show? <laughs> because Well, I, I learned from the best. <laughs> well, you did fantastic. Congratulations, being that today's your debut episode. Now, my question would be, Millie, I know you will vouch for this. My question for you, what? Christina, is can you survive Anthony Giannazzo? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I think I can handle it. <laughs> you know, and if it doesn't work, I'm excited to find out. <laughs> hey, uh, Millie. 
Uh, uh, you, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to go back to your desk now, or do you want to just warn Christina what's coming soon? Oh, Anthony's a character. That's all I'm going to say. He's really a character. I'm just saying, we're, we're having some sausage and some pancakes and uh, some coffee and everything handed us to, handed us to um, not to us, i got to say more George tonight. Uh, well, well, by all means. So, guys, now let's go ahead and talk a little bit about you know TLC before Anthony Janazo calls in. Uh, we we talked about Raw a little earlier. Let's talk TLC. Let me say this, Rick. Rick, you you and I had this conversation earlier today when we talked about TLC in the first place. I have to say TLC was a lot better than Survivor Series, my friend. Uh, a lot better oh, build-up stories. Yeah, a lot better built-up stories, a lot of better, you know, matches, and a lot better views for the women when it came to AJ Styles' tights. Yeah, I agree (laughs) with that. The only thing I think we agree on, and maybe we'll have to see how it plays out, is obviously it looks like they set up a match at many between Ellsworth and Ambrose. We'll have to see on that. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. You know what? I'm going to go around the room, and Christina, you're going to be included. We're going to go around the room and and speak up one by one what matches you want to see at WrestleMania, and only one match per, you know. And we'll we'll set up our own WrestleMania. We'll we'll have a group brainstorm, is what I'm saying. So right now, my first match to throw out at WrestleMania. Now that uh, Rick brought that up, is uh, my first match. Would I I would say. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. I think that I like WrestleMania is good. Yeah, I think WrestleMania will be the escalation of that friendship, and I think it will be the farewell for Chris Jericho. Yeah, I agree. At least that. for this run. Yep. At least I for agree. this run. Uh, Christina, what what's your match? Um. Well, I'm just gonna have to go with anything Undertaker. With the rumors going with Taker versus Cena, title versus career match. Um, even though I am not the biggest Cena fan because I'm not a nine year old child, but <laughs> Cena to me has this ability to make anything feel like a big fight. Like he, he makes that like it's a big deal. And you can't really get any bigger of a deal, any bigger of a match than facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania, streak or not streak. Regardless, The Undertaker is going to be one of the biggest matches of WrestleMania. And for that to be, you know, could it be Undertaker's last match? It's it's definitely possible. I mean, there's been rumors of, you know, it's... Go ahead. No, it's that beats you up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan of that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the the AJ Styles thing. Yeah. But anyway, but basically, so you're you're okay. So Christina, you're saying Undertaker and Cena. Yes, a hundred percent. Okay, Rick, what's your match? Well, the, this is an interesting one. We talked about this this afternoon, and you kind of talked me into it a little bit without knowing. How about the Miz versus Daniel Bryan? Oh. You know, I, I I sense that, I really do, and I and I was saying that to you earlier, Rick. I really do sense Why that I said happening. You got to talk it, me into it. I didn't really think about it until after. 
My only concern with that is, will they clear him for one more match? I don't know. Okay. So how about this? No one has mentioned, you know, like the special celebrity match or the special, you know, uh, McMahon match at every year WrestleMania. I'm going to go ahead and throw in Shane McMahon versus Triple H. Raw versus SmackDown. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Millie, do you do you have a, a match? No comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. No comment. Okay. I, I, I do I, kind I, of along the same vein. They teased it a little bit last year. Don't know how realistic it would be. But same family. How about Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Can, can I? Can I? Obviously, they'd have to. You know, they have to work it in a precise way where she wouldn't get literally killed okay. in the ring. Can I chime in on that on that topic? Sure, go. I, I, I'd rather see Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, which is a currently uh, apparently being said is the rumored setup for WrestleMania this year. I think we'll do. That just makes more sense from the the, uh, you know from the wrestling aspect of it for sure. Oh, definitely, Christina. What's your next match? Uh, Well, first of all, I want to agree with you on the whole Ronda Rousey Charlotte thing. I think that would be a definite better matchup in my opinion because you know they're you can also throw in the whole like thing of uh, you know both of them kind of using the whole for for horsewoman moniker. You know. Mhm. So definitely. Ooh, I never but, thought about um, that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for, if I had to pick another match, uh, speaking of you know possible celebrity involvement, um, you know rumors have been swirling, and, and I've talked to the man himself. Uh, Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal. You know, oh, Shaquille God. O'Neal's been been talking smack. I know. I know it's not 100% preferred, but you know, you know how WrestleMania is. You gotta, you gotta reach, you know, fans all across any market. And, and you know, Shaquille O'Neal's been talking smack on various, you know, internet videos and and Big Show. I've talked to him personally, and he said he's ready for it. He'll, he'll smack him down any way he can. Okay. My last throw. Okay. My last throw. I know I already mentioned his name, but just in case. Just in case Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho does not happen, and say for for hypothetically speaking, he goes into WrestleMania as the Universal Heavyweight Champion. I would like to see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the Universal Championship, and people are going to ask me, "Oh, but how did Sami Zayn go into the main event?" Mark my words, folks. I'm putting my money down right now for the. This year's Royal Rumble winner being Sami Zayn. Just saying. Ugh. I I don't know if I. Uh, you're playing with my heart right now. Cause they, my like, my they, money. They've... Go ahead, please. No, my, my money is on Sami Zayn, Christina. Uh, I'm going for the underdog. Hence, why they're putting him with all these giants. And do you not realize? Do you not realize the resemblance of the whole, you know, Sami Zayn 
to resemble the HBK of this era. Didn't HBK go through the same thing, fighting giants, and then all of a sudden he made he main event at WrestleMania? Oh, 100%. Speaking of, you know, Shawn Michaels being my favorite, Sami Zayn's definitely up, up, up in that caliber, in my opinion, and I think he definitely deserves it. Do I see it happening? Um, right now, with the way that Sami Zayn's being booked, I don't see it. I think it would be a great surprise to all the fans, and it would generate a lot of excitement, and I really do hope it happens. I do cross my fingers for it. Hmm. Well, that, that, listen, I really, either that or Finn Balor will be returning at Royal Rumble, but I, I highly doubt Finn Balor. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think he tweeted out recently that he expects to be back. Says he's going to do everything he can to be back. That's a name right there because, obviously, he was the first Universal Champion. Didn't really lose the title. Had to, had to you know, had to give it up due to the injury. That would be that would be something. That would be a match. Yeah. So, listen, I think this year's WrestleMania is by far the most star-filled lineup we've had in a long time. And that's saying because of last year's injury, uh, injured roster, okay, yep. because a, a good portion of the roster was injured last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, this year we have our full roster, so I really have some good feelings entering this WrestleMania. And you have to admit, no matter where Randy Orton is booked on the card, he's going to give us a very surprise RKO somewhere in, in that picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So, uh, I heard someone like, mm-hmm. someone has something for Randy Orton in here. <laughs> not naming anyone. No, Rick, is not you. Nope. <laughs> I promise it's not you. Nope. Huh? <laughs> it's a certain person over here that's, hmm, to, uh, to Randy Orton's name. <laughs> uh, are we saying <laughs> names? <laughs> hey, by the way, didn't weren't we supposed to vote on something today? Uh, I believe so, but I thought, you know, between the conversation between you and I, it's already been settled. Excuse me? Um, yeah, if I could read the messages that you, you know, you told me you kind of gave me that title. Of, no, of, no, no. Uh, Wait, let, let's listen, just, listen. For the listeners, no, let's just kind of give no, the backstory on it, please. <laughs> Hell, I don't even George, know this please. one. Let me hear this one. <laughs> George, give, give the backstory, please. <sighs> I hate you so much, Christina. <laughs> Basically, long story short, after finding out that she drove five hours to go to a local wrestling show, Fest Wrestling, by the way, which was in Gainesville, and mm-hmm. let's go ahead and make note that Christina here lives in Fort Lauderdale. Do the math. She traveled five hours up and five hours down, so technically a total of ten hours yesterday just to report for Reality Check Radio at Fest Wrestling. So. And and not only that, but like I told you, I get, like, for city driving, I'm fine driving around town. 
But doing long distances like that, especially at night, gives me severe anxiety. And it's literally, it's rough. It's literally like a five-hour panic attack driving, and it's not fun. But for reality check and wrestling, I will do anything and everything I can. Rick, do we have any kind of trophy for that? That's ten hours, man. <laughs> the golden lollipop. I'll get. I'll get one for her. Well, that's just lemon since, flavor. Especially since I couldn't get a lollipop uh, last night from Joey. There Ryan. you go. I was just going to ask you if you were able to if you were able to get one or not last night. No, there was an, a lady who was all dressed up in Christmas garb, and she got it first. Oh uh, well. <laughs> yeah, but I did. There was a seven-way intergender ladder match last night, and there was ladders being broken, tables being broken, people being thrown off of school buses, believe it or not. And I did get a piece of the broken table. And well, I, I got you it signed by a lot. Are you going to do the JB Cool show this Saturday? I, I'm not 100% sure. It is my nephew's birthday party. so that Well, if you go... We, if you go, we have a little in with JB Cool, and since you missed the lollipop, maybe I can get Rikisha to give you a sting face. How about that? Oh, oh my! Oh, I don't. I don't know. We could probably hook that up. <laughs> I bet we could. <sighs> oh my God! We have to put that on Facebook Live. Oh, we God. have to, yes, of course. Is this is this, uh, my, is this my reward? Is this my Christmas present? It's we call it what you will. Yeah, sure, that's fine. That's <laughs> your that's your prize for driving for ten hours. There you go. I'll I'll will t- take it for the team. <laughs> but if I do it, George, you have to do it too. You have to get one too. Oh no, of course you have to get the work. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> work. <laughs> Me? Stay face? <laughs> You're hilarious. I would, anyway. I would get such such a kick out of seeing that. That would be the ultimate we all would. for me. S- screw you, Rick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so and not hypoth- and not technically speaking either. I don't mean screw no, you, no, screw no, you. I mean sc- <laughs> fool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that basically was our, you know, our uh, our take on WrestleMania. Going back on TLC, what, well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone here that hasn't watched it yet, but there was a major surprise at the end of the show uh, that we, some expected, some did not. And, and I'll tell you so, something right now. It, it, it's, it, it's worth your money. <laughs> All I got to say is TLC was definitely worth the 9.99 of the WWE Network price. Survivor Series, I was not so much into. This, I was. And Teos, even Baron Corbin versus Kalisto was a fantastic big man versus small man match. That was, that and, was match. It really wasn't a bad match. Yeah. That could really... Boy, they were all very, very good. Oh, yeah. From the, I, Listen, great matches from opening bell... To closing, as a matter of fact, I loved the RKO, you know, out of nowhere in the beginning. Uh, it, it, I, I just love this time of year, man. It's the road to WrestleMania. It, yep. it, and and to some people would say it starts at Royal Rumble. To me, no. It starts at the moment you, you purchase your ticket. Because for people like us that are 
you know, are that are traveling to WrestleMania, and whether it, you're local or you're from around the world, that is the moment when you're saying, "I'm going to my dream event." You know, that it, it there's some people that don't get that chance to go to Mania, and Mania is like the Super Bowl for football fans. For us, we have WrestleMania. And we're going to be able to live that dream. Some people are going to be able to enjoy it for the first time ever, like our good friend Giselle, Rick. Yep, and, little CM Punk. Yep, little CM Punk as well. This is going to be his first WrestleMania. That is so correct. So basically, it, it, it's it's a dream come true for many people. And a lot, like I said, a lot of people see the road to WrestleMania from January after Royal Rumble going forward. To me... The road to WrestleMania starts when you purchase your ticket. Amen. And, yep, so so to me, TLC was my first pay-per-view heading into that. End of story. I don't want to hear no argument about it. So I agree with you. Are, are we, so let's all pack up our stuff, end the show tonight, and let's go all to WrestleMania. Rick, I'm ending the show. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Anthony Janazza will kill me. I, I ain't going to WrestleMania, so don't, don't even add me in that. No, oh, we talked about that last night. Hush, hush. Oh, You're going. Oh, oh, you be quiet over there. Miss COO. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Christina, no, are you going to be. I'm with, right now, okay, as we... of right now, I'm not going. Thank you. Um, things. Leave alone. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll watch it from home. <laughs> Rick <laughs> I, I, I'm going to behave and say nothing Just whistle <laughs> I'm not going to say a word Nope Not doing it <laughs> But Rick don't give me that, that Oh come on Don't give me that BS oh, no, of no. whistling You had to have been here last night George To see TLC To know why I'm not answering Emily knows exactly why And I'm going to leave it at that <laughs> 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 oh, we could have gotten 999 for the show we had on here, and it wasn't. Trust me, it wasn't TLC. Believe me. Jamie, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Our CEO, our One of our COOs, Millie, is just cracking up back there. I don't think Christina's ready for the rest of us. I, I no, they're definitely not. No, we have a group well, of misfits that nobody's has ever ever seen before. <laughs> what the MFG? Most of the part of the MFG, yes. <laughs> well, you guys accepted me, and I'm crazy. Well, you guys have accepted wait, me. There's, there's, and there's no one who's crazy, George. I'm not sure which level you're on yet. We're still thinking about that one. And yeah, what were you saying, Christina? Have, you guys have accepted me, and I, you know, kind of murdered you guys on the well, first night. You, I mean, for Christ's sake, you took Joy Ryan's lollipop. How can we, how can we not accept you? Right. <laughs> and, and, and come well, get what, and Rowan. Ronan, I'm getting it again. What I'm going to explain about that one, where even though she didn't get a lollipop last night, she can definitely get another one uh, January. Oh, for sure. Oh, you better believe I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the loudest, <laughs> most obnoxious to get that lollipop. <laughs> this, is how, this is how low Reality Check Radio has gotten, that we're talking about Joey Ryan and his magical lollipop. 
Look, it's an honor to be on the receiving end of that lollipop. It is an honor. <laughs> well, little do does everyone know we're going to have a special live video interview with Joey oh. Ryan come Ronin 13. Uh, guys, if you haven't purchased your tickets, make sure you do. Uh, you could go to Facebook, just type up Ronin num- uh, number 13, uh, and of course you could purchase your tickets there. Tickets are selling out. You have a great card uh, being sl- signed up, including the return of Joy Ryan, Mr. Sleaze himself. Uh, we'll be back at Ronin, and uh, you do not want to miss that. Again, purchase your tickets there. Also, our newest, or, our or newest. Or they can go to our main webpage. Um, I'm still working on it. Once it is up, we will let you guys know when it is live. You guys can. Um, there will be a link directly um, in towards um, the ticket purchase as well for Ronin tickets. And I'll be at Reality Check Radio. Yeah. Dot online. Again, for those listening in, again, the website is Reality check radio dot online and you could purchase your tickets there as a matter of fact you currently could purchase some great package deals from bcw right now uh going into their upcoming show with headlining with david Starr. and uh, you could go ahead and go to our website where you could purchase your tickets type in reality check radio and you get a 20 percent off so you get a discount for your current bcw tickets and you do not want to miss out on that show. And then, of course, you got Russell, uh, <clears throat> Russell Pro uh, also coming up soon. RussellPro.com for your tickets on that. Uh, we're going to be soon having Russell Pro athletes on this show as well, including the likes of Mario Pocara on this show. And trust me, guys, I've had him here on the show. He's not to be messed with. <laughs> he is no nonsense. And, by the way, his accent is very, very strong. He's from Croatia. (laughs) He is a brilliant man, but, man, is he tough. (laughs) He actually was undefeated for two years uh, back in the day in New York. And uh, he soon will be coming to Reality Check Radio. And, of course, you got the Lucha Underground. Uh, now being affiliated with Reality Check Radio, and also soon to be, and we hope, Ring of Honor. So, hey, guys, the family's moving. The movement is growing. Why aren't you on board? Right? 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 right. Anyone say right? right. Okay. Right. Do you, you, you want me to sound like the, the freaking uh, seagull from uh, Nemo? Mine, mine. Anyway, guys, is that time? Christina? Rick? Yes. <laughs> it's I'm that ready. time. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. Bring me, bring me some breakfast. <laughs> Millie, come over here. Get close to the mic. Get, clo- get, get over here. Get close to the mic, my dear. I am. I am. I'm from freaking from New York. Like, come on. I'm sitting back on this one because this one is going to be a doozy. Guys, let's go ahead and welcome one of the best Florida athletes I've ever, I'm ever able to call a friend. But aside from all that kissing ass, I have to say is the leader of the, bre- of the breakfast club. 
I'm talking about good old Anthony Genazzo. Anthony, are you there? Stop kissing my ass, please. <laughs> I knew this. I, I I knew this was coming. <laughs> Listen, who else is in the studio? I need to know who's in the studio first. Who's, who am I talking to besides you, George? Rick and Christina and Millie. Best friend in the okay, world. So listen. listen, so everybody else can ask me questions, but you got to sit out this one. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're doing this again? <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> you change the time you want. What well, Anthony wants, Anthony got. You know this, George. So, George, like, go, go get a coffee and some donuts. <laughs> can I get a shirt at least? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You, you know, not only did Anthony say no, but I got the entire crew saying no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, but at right, least so, I made it to so, one episode of The George. Breakfast Club. George, yeah, that was only yeah, like two seconds of me. Relax. Yeah. Two seconds. It had the lowest amount of views. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway. Anyway. So Millie, take it away. I guess I'm banned from now. Millie, take it oh, away. Of course yeah, you are. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, my friend, my friend. So, because you are the king and master of the breakfast club, let's talk about breakfast. What is your favorite breakfast? My favorite breakfast is uh, I love pancakes. Definitely pancakes. Uh, so I, I do love pancakes, but uh, if, if I was to get the perfect breakfast, it would be like three pancakes, nice and fluffy, butter syrup, and uh, two eggs, scrambled, have to have cheddar cheese in it, or, or any kind of cheese for that matter, um, and then a bagel, a plain bagel on the side, and then two sausage ones. That's the perfect breakfast. Sounds like my kind of breakfast. So uh, when we having breakfast then, though? What, you paying? Collaboration between um, there's there's a few of us. So there's me, there's Blake Chadwick. Everybody knows Blake Chadwick. He's the voice. Um, then there's uh, there is Sean Prime. Everybody knows Sean Prime, right? So he's, he's uh, in it. Um, Drew Donovan, who is a wrestler in the Tampa area, um, and then you got Double J, uh, Jackie Johnson, and uh, and then you got Ben Temple, um, and we were friends, talk all the time. Um, we decided one day that we were going to start this breakfast club. Um, we all like to eat breakfast. It's all our favorite meal of the day, especially all like donuts. And uh, we like to beat people up, so we're like, hey, let's do this. And then it evolved into this, this whole thing, and uh, now we've got uh, 
our our young boy involved in Josh Powers uh, from Carolina. He's kind of taking him under our wing, and he's like our he's like in the group now. Remember, and we're, we're all we're all together. So yeah, like sounds like people. a plan. But we like breakfast, and we like to beat people up. So it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, which we've we've seen you in action at ICW Miami, and we've seen you at Brainbuster. So um, I do know that at your local um, news channel, um, let us in on that. Who aren't in your local area in South Carolina? What, what was the question? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we I we well, I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I would I'd be able to hear you if it wasn't crackling. I know. George probably is too cheap to buy the good equipment. Um, so it's not your fault, anybody. It's George's fault. Uh, so go ahead and say the question again. Maybe, maybe we can fix the tackling part. My, George, go for my, go, George, The original question was, please. I do know, I've been following you on you know Snapchat, Instagram, and all this stuff, and um, I do know that you're on your local um, newscast. What brought you guys, the Breakfast Club, to be on, you know, on your newscast? What's going on with so, that? So there's a huge show here in South Carolina on Friday, in Lawrence, South Carolina. Um, Friday night, it is uh, Christmas for the Kids. It's an annual show they've been doing, um, I think it's Christmas the 10th year. Um, it's also the final year. Uh, the sheriff is involved, the sheriff of Lawrence County. So um, we've been promoting the show. We've promoted it on Channel 4, WYFF here in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Um, they'll be on the news again Thursday promoting the show. This is a big show. Last year, I mean, huge show. It was, uh, you know, a couple thousand people bring toys for the kids uh, for a great cause. And uh, so that's what it is. And, and, and the, the main event is uh, is me, Josh Powers, and a uh, local guy here named Cruiser Lewis. And uh, we take on the sheriff and then the Sons of Steel, who are another local – tagging here. They're Steelers fans, so um, I really don't like them. So, uh, And it's in a cage. It's the main event. Big show. Buff Bagwell's going to be there. Um, they got a ladies match, and uh, and it's for the kids, so that makes it makes it even better. So um, That's how we got on the news. Um, and I don't know if anybody's watched it. You can watch. It's on the new Breakfast Club video that came out today. Um, we got to do the weather, and we got to do uh, the newscast. So if you go to facebook.com backslash brizcliz, B-R-I-Z-C-L-I-Z, um, you can watch the new video today and you can watch us on the newscast. Now let's not like, can we not like have another episode like the camera was like all backwards and upside down. Yeah. Who's breathing on the phone like a dragon? I think that's George. That's George. That is not me. <laughs> Listen, that George, just stop breathing. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> As, uh, wait, Millie, before you continue, I have a caller that called in to, to talk to Anthony, so I'm going to open up this line just real quick, Millie, not to take much of your time off. but No, you're fine. Go ahead. We have all the time in the world. Caller, you're on the air on Reality Check Radio with Anthony Genazzo. Who's this? Hi, this is Mark from Coconut Grove, and I just wanted to call up and say I've been a fan of Anthony's for 20 years. I grew up watching him, and he's a real role model to me. And I also I agree with him, George. You should stop breathing. Have a good day. 
Good old Mark from Cookie <laughs> Grove. <laughs> what the heck? Long time listener. Long time fan. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> what the heck? That was a good one. Mark from Cookie Grove called in last time I was on. I'm pretty sure. Big fan. I did. <laughs> what the? What the? You know what? I'm going to prove that whenever that breathing starts again, I'm going to talk at the same time, and I'm going to prove that it's not me. Anyway, go on. Listen, George, I, I don't know if you uh-huh. like 10 minutes ago, but I told you you're not on this podcast. Can you please step aside let Millie handle this? What the frick? <sighs> Millie, go ahead. Okay, Yo, well, let's continue. Hey, and by the way. But I, listen, I really wait. appreciate that caller because you know what? The caller knows what's good for the business. Of course. And listen, really quick. Lake Chadwick just alerted me that the uh, the audio sounds awful. Um, so he blamed it on George. He said, George, uh, he'd appreciate it if you moved to, like, another country. <laughs> oh, how I love it. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> But, like I was saying, let's just not have another episode like get an ICW, Anthony, okay? Because we did miss a pretty good match on the Breakfast Club. That was not recorded. Just saying. That's why I... Yeah. Okay. Now, Anthony, I'm actually going to give you a chance to speak about and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Because I do know that you got a couple of other things coming up. Um, not just uh, the, um, the benefit and the breakfast club, but I do know you have other things that you want to be um, talk about. So you have the floor. So, so is this my podcast now? Am I like as the reality? It's not check- your podcast. Po- no, it is. No, listen, we're changing the name. This is now the Breakfast Club podcast. Uh, I will accept all callers, um, and I'll ask the questions. I like that. Right? I mean, that's cool. You'll probably. You'll probably get more listeners if it was the Breakfast Club podcast, so. Listen, I just do my job. I just do the internet. Thank you. You're awesome. Okay. Well, let let me tell you what else. Let me tell you what else I got going on. So, uh, right now, Breakfast Club, um, you know, we're trying to get it out there. We're trying to get all the likes on Facebook, on our YouTube page, um, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. you can you can check us out check us out on Facebook like I said Facebook dot uh, com backslash Um and then from there you can get the links to the other stuff uh, to Twitter and Instagram and follow us give us some likes um, watch the videos share them uh, get the word out because um, we're way better than the Bullet Club we're way better than uh, New Day we're way better than I don't even know who else is out there because I don't care um, but watch us we're awesome the videos are hilarious it's not just wrestling it's almost like a variety show of sorts. Um, and uh, it's, it's funny. This week's video is pretty funny. So, um, and uh, besides that, uh, just, you know, catch me up shows. I'm the PWF Premier Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. And in about 20 days, it'll be one year as champion. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty good, right? Um, one year. Is that, is, that, is that okay, Millie? Is that good? That you're you did you're doing perfectly fine, but I do know Christina and Rick wanted to ask you a couple of questions, um, and I'll be back after they're done. 
Yes, I oh, am the cool. newbie. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to the uh, wrestling world. Can, can I ask you some questions first? Yeah, go right ahead, please. I mean, you know, you're new, so I, I want to know who I'm talking to before I start answering questions. So, so wh- where where did you come from? Like, you just appeared, and you're like, hey, there's someone new. Like, tell us your story. Um, like story of how I got into wrestling, or how I got into this this crazy mess of the family. I don't know. Are you involved in wrestling? Let us know. Uh, no, I'm not a wrestler. Um, I've just grown up, like, you know, I've always done the joke of been watching wrestling ever since I, you know, slipped out of the womb. Um, I've been a long-time fan. I, it technically started with this whole family of uh, me being in a Ring of Honor show and uh, Jim Barcelone, who is the uh, head sports editor for the Miami Herald, just coming up to everybody me, knows talking Jim. to me. Everybody knows Jim. Yes, everyone knows Jim, but for the listeners who don't, now you do get a little history on that. But yeah, me and him just started talking, me and him got together, um, I wrote a couple of columns for the Herald for him, um, and have done some interviews and stuff with like the big show in Dark Pentagon, who, that's how I met George, was at the Dark Pentagon uh, interview, uh, me and him hit it off pretty well. He was looking for a new CMO co-host, and I could not turn down that offer. So here I am now. Okay. Well, I, look, we appreciate you, and, and I have to tell you, you're you're, you're good looking too. So I, I'll give you, I'll, I'll I'll let you slide, and I'll give George props for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Now you can ask me questions. George, you should compliment me like that more often. I do. George, come on. But this is. Go, 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 go get the staff coffee. Go get the staff. George, go get the staff some Starbucks, please. Rick, let's go get the car. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go warm it up for you, George. All right, let's go. All right, let's ask me questions now because I'm getting hungry. Yeah, speaking, you know, of being, I'm starving too, by the way, but, you know, obviously the best breakfast has to be homemade, in my opinion, homemade in the kitchen, relaxing at home, but since you're on the road so much, and you have four choices for delicious breakfast meals, you have IHOP, Denny's, Waffle House, or the original Pancake House, what's your go-to, and why? So, I like mom and pop breakfast. Stop. So I, I, like I won't go to an IHOP or Denny's if I'm traveling or any of that. Um, I like to find mom and pop places because that's better down home cooking, like you said. It's almost like like cooking at home. So I, I prefer I prefer that. Um, or a Cracker Barrel. Um, that's 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 my boy Double J's favorite Cracker Barrel. So um, otherwise, I, I I like down home cooking. And, and now that I live, you know, I live in the South, so. Um, you know, biscuits and gravy. I, I've become a huge fan of biscuits and gravy. So. Yeah, you can't get any better breakfast food than down south. I mean, come on. Like, the biscuits covered in gravy is absolutely to die for. I cannot get enough of that. So, so can but, I ask you a question? Who is driving through a tunnel right now? Because that's what it sounds like. Definitely not me. George, are you messing up again? What are you, what are you doing wrong now? 
Wait, I, I just got back from freaking trying to get the car. What are you blaming me for now? <laughs> are you well, driving the car through the tunnel? Car, put it on mute. I'm just, I'm trying to get. I was away from the desk. <laughs> what the? All right, put it back on mute. Go away. All right, continue with the questions. Um, I did get a chance to to catch the latest Breakfast Club on YouTube. Uh, and a very interesting um, breakfast choice for one of them is pancakes with mayonnaise. And as much as I yeah. do love mayonnaise, that is just a little over the top for me. It's a little over the limit for me. I don't, I don't get it. So I, I don't get it either. And uh, that's, by the way, that's Zuka King who likes mayonnaise with pancakes. Um, that's the second time he's mentioned it on a, on a Breakfast Club episode. But I will tell you this. This Friday night, we are going to film a special, special segment with Zuka King and Mayonnaise and Pancakes, and it will be on the oh. next Breakfast Club on Monday morning. So stay tuned for that because I have to see this. It's going to be great because I would throw up. I mean, I don't know. It sounds pretty gross. Yeah, but, um, yeah that sounds we're, like a we're gonna get to the bottom video. Of this Friday night. We're going to get to the bottom of it on Friday night. Well, I'm excited to see it. It sounds like a cringe video uh, in the making. Uh, I'll I'll wrap up my section of it so I can give some time over there to Rick. Wait, I I I heard I heard Rick from a mile away down the hall. <laughs> I, I that's it. I I can't stay quiet no more. <laughs> this is Anthony. You and I go back way way before, okay? When you even were known as Tommy Vandal, okay? Why the change? Why why the change from Tommy Vandal to Anthony Genazzo? It was kind of like a, a reinvent uh, uh, of yourself. Why did it wh- where did it come from? Where did this reinvention come from? I just needed a change. It was stale, it was old. Tommy Vandal was the gimmick was not who I am now. That's all. And I had to change it. And you know, now it's evolved into something even more this year and uh it's just me. I don't know. It's me. Like, do you feel like, because a lot of people have said, Anthony, that, you know, when they do this change, now they feel more like themselves. And we've seen it, you know, all over the independence. We've seen it even on, on television. Do you feel like you're more yourself now with this uh, Janazo uh, character? I, I just said that. I just said, I feel like I, me. Maybe if you listen, then... You would know. <laughs> um, I'm about to get listen. Uh, can I give a shout out real quick? No, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Of course, Cam. Of course. I, I just want to give a shout out to. Uh, to I, I don't know if you guys saw last week, but there's a there's a there's an international member now of of the Briz Clinton. That's uh, Juventud Guerrero. So, Hoovy um, Juice is now a member. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I just want to give a shout out to Hoovy. Um, because he's, you know, he's a, he's a member of the Bridge Club now. Speaking about the Breakfast Club, is Josh Powers okay? Because I know he was uh, he almost hyperventilated himself inside the car that one time. Is he okay now? Oh, he's fine. He's good. He's a kid. Good. He wouldn't. Oh, okay. he, he wouldn't be. He, would, he wouldn't be wearing the shirt if he wasn't. So he's good. <laughs> and uh, your question. Have, have you got? Good Lord! You know what, Millie? You're, you're, 
Go ahead. I I'm going to get your Starbucks. Well, how, how do you like it? Shaken or stirred, Anthony? Just, I, I like it if you didn't come back. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, take oh, it away. It. And what? Where's Rick? Rick? That was Rick's turn. Where's Rick? 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 Alright. So I'm down the hall. Scared leave? I mean, maybe he had a Rick. Rick. Rick, you in the pooper, Rick? <laughs> this way, this way possible. Well, you get you get you get Rick fully instead of Little CM Punk today, so that's that's uh. Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of upset that Little CM Punk is not on. Did he not come on because I was on? Because I'd be offended if that was the case. No, well, Little CM Punk wanted up to the dressing room, and uh, I I can't really provide that for him right now. So he wanted to what? A bigger dressing room. Uh, I mean, I thought he was going to be on today. I was excited, but I kind of feel like you protected him and didn't put him on because you thought that I was going to, like, chase something <laughs> like that. No, like, we're I'm not pretty sure that's what happened. That's what happened. I mean, that's cool, but... No, Where's no. Rick? Did Rick get scared, too? I'm looking for Rick. Hold on. Hey, well, hey, hey, this is Rick, and uh, it's funny you mentioned that name. What name did you just mention? Whose name was that? Was that Little CM Punk? What? I was Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you one and the only little CM Punk. It's about time. Hello? I'm glad you're on. I, was, I, was, I only came on the show because you were on. Yeah, I mean, how are you, man? I, you do it, but I, like, I only came on because of you, because I, I don't like yours whatsoever. So. <laughs> I don't like you either, Anthony. <laughs> I asked you to stop breathing like 20 minutes ago. So who's got questions? Because I'm, I'm really, I'm getting hungry, and it's like 7:45, and I have to go to the gym still, and so you're, you're cutting into my eating and gym time. So who's got questions? Somebody's gonna have a question. Rick, you got a question, Ricky? I guess well, I guess the first question would be, uh, what, when are you coming back down here to South Florida? What's the, what events are next for you down here? I won't be back down until Brain Buster, February 4th. Uh, that's going to be the uh, year anniversary show of Brain Buster. Um, Breakfast Club will be in the house. Uh, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. Maybe we'll beat up current classes because I don't like him either because his furry boots are stupid. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll beat up Johnny Vandal because he's a baby. But um, either way, we're coming. Well, Rick, Rick and Little Jim Punk will be ringside to watch that. We we would love that. Kick his ass. Can we bring up? Can, can we be up, George? Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good idea. We'll be able to toss him in the ring too. <laughs> for piss and giggles. <laughs> all right, so oh, that's it. That's all you guys. That's your question. So Anthony. This is like so this is like journalism. It's, 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 uh, question. So me, Christina. What, what's, what's going on? Do we, do we have do we do breakfast on George? Do we come back in February? Or what's, what's hey, guys. Uh, sorry for cutting you off again, Anthony. I got another caller here for you. Of course you do. Call, <laughs> caller from area code 954. You're on Reality Check Radio with Anthony Janazzo. Who's this? Hey, I, I just have a quick question. I was wondering if this is the Breakfast Club show now. I was wondering if the Breakfast Club could use a, a nice bartender, you know, because I can mix a mean drink. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You're hired. You're hired. 
Just saying. I make some mean drinks. Wait, wait a second, though. How do you stir your drinks? Uh, well, I use a very special stirrer where I kind of snip the tip slightly, and it's wonderful. Mm. You, you know who else is a really good bartender? J Dog. Boom! Boom. <laughs> Just call him in by night, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> Thank you, Connor, yeah, for him calling in. We appreciate it. My pleasure. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I tell you the story I'm behind s- it, but it's it's not it's not available. That that would have to be on the uh, X-rated version of of it. <laughs> <laughs> we listen, Anthony. Last time I checked, we're on live radio and we are real. So whatever floats your boat, man. Oh, uh, no, we can't tell our story. That's, that's for the book. That's when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but, Anthony, like I was saying, that's just uh, with me and Christina on George. Yeah? Uh, well, yes? George is not invited. So we no, George, gladly... I'm just saying on George. I'm saying we take his credit yeah, card we, and we, 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 we... Next time I'm down there, the Breakfast Club, we, the Breakfast Babes can come with us, and we can uh, we can go hit a couple breakfast spots. Um, we can film it all, and then we'll put it on George's tab because Reality Check yeah. Radio, because they can pay for it all. So the bre- you, you can be breakfast babes for the day. Yeah, can, yeah. We just have no George, can we just have George outside just watching us eat, and then we'll just invite him in just to pay the tab, and that's it? Yes. Uh, no, Screw like, you all. Like, I, I'm going to say no because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not the first time George has wa- stood outside and watched somebody. Um, <laughs> I, I feel really creepy and weird, so I, I, I'm going to say no. I got another caller here for you, Anthony. Let's go ahead and open up this line. Caller from 305, welcome to Reality Check Radio. Who's this? This is Sam Gelfand, and I just want to say Blake Chadwick is a jobber, and I am the future of announcing in Florida. Have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Sam, for calling, <laughs> or whatever your I'll, name is. 
Sam. You have a good day, Sam. <laughs> oh God! Why are they all I feel guys? Like something... That's my question. I love it how they're just all guys. Or Anthony. That's just very suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I, I have George noticed that. They're probably all friends of George. I've never met Anthony. Anthony, I've got two ladies, man. What happened, bro? Well, you know, all my ladies are busy right now, so. <laughs> Listen, my laundry's not going to do itself. Okay. George, you got something Sorry. in your throat? You, do you need me to fix that? Do you need me to pat you on the back and uh, hit you over there with the mic? Okay. No, Millie. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and finish with okay. Anthony. Well, well, I'm, well, I'm having fun. We're just having casual conversation. As you know, like me and Christina, I know already, you are. We've already, we've already taken the show over. Me and Christina, the women rule. Breakfast is oh, yeah. in the house. George, when's the next show? Next week? Yes, next Monday. I- I'm gonna just go ahead and post what? it. George, you're fired. What? <laughs> what? The? I haven't done. Listen, I followed everything you wanted me to do. I haven't talked. I stopped, I, w- I went to go try to get no, you some you Starbucks. Talk. You did. You did. You did talk. You're talking now. I did everything did. by the book. Yeah, no. I did oh, no. everything no, by the book. No. No. Listen, I don't know what book you're reading, but the book I have says shut up. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you said that there was like, not going to... I thought this you said that there wasn't going to be any possibly. ribbing. I'm not ribbing. I'm serious. This quite possibly could be like the worst podcast in history. It could be so bad that it may get the most listeners you've ever had. Why do I have a feeling that Anthony Janazzo has his nice little GoPro right in front of him and he's recording himself doing this? I, I'm actually not. That was. A, I thought about it, but then I thought, I don't really want your voice on the Breakfast Club ever again, so I decided not to. As we all saw, what George was like, two seconds of fame. Exactly. I mean, Ragusa was more over than you were, so. That's I was just about mean. to say that. I was just, you read my mind. You read my mind. I was about to say that. Do I get any more so, questions? I mean, anybody else that wants to call in? I have to ask this one thing. I'm going to open a, a I'm going to open Pandora's box and I really want to hear Anthony's opinion about this because when when I have a feeling this is a Pandora's box question. What's your take on the state of professional wrestling right now in the state of Florida? Anthony. Um I mean I really I, I'm not down there. I mean I don't live down there. I can tell you about the state of wrestling in the Carolinas and it's I really don't care. I work for Brain Buster and that's it because nobody else will book because apparently I'm a dick. But whatever, that's cool. But the Carolinas has the best wrestling right now going. Um, there's shows all the time. You can wrestle here three, four nights a week. Um, some of the best wrestlers. Uh, you got Sure. 
but how about John Schuyler? I just said that. Did you have did you had John Schuyler? I did not hear you. You were faded away. <laughs> well, because you have shitty audio equipment. <laughs> but you had you had John Schuyler on. You got guys like like him. You got Zane Riley. You got Timmy Lou Retton. Uh, you got Joe Black. You got the Ugly Ducklings. Um, I can go on and on. There's there's so much talent in the characters right now. This is like the hotbed for wrestling um, in the South. And, you know, I'm glad I'm here. And I'm glad I'm part of it. And I'm PWF champ for a year, so everybody can suck it. And, and How about uh, Shay Shay McGrady? Just, oh, Shay Shay is my boy. He's been on the Breakfast Club like five times. And uh, how about T.K. Stark? I I don't know who that. Never heard of him. You never heard of T.K. Stark? Doesn't doesn't ring a bell. We don't say that name, by the way, because it's not allowed to be said. Um, so don't don't ah. say that. Okay. Shay Shay McGrady <laughs> is the man, and and, uh, and he's probably not listening. He's going through something, uh, a little family issue tonight, and. Uh, he knows, he knows uh, Shay Shay, I love you, Shay Shay. You hear this. So. But you got guys like James Drake. You got um, Big Country, man. That guy, he, you look at him and you'd be like, oh, this guy, no way he's good. Man, killer match I had with him. Um, so much talent here is ridiculous that, you know, and, and my thing is I'm taking guys down to Florida. Will Huckabee, he's been down there. Um, I'm bringing these guys down there, and, and then, you know, so Florida can see the talent that's here in the Carolinas. It's unbelievable. So I know that uh, Josh Powers is one of your, your guys that you travel with. You know, who who can you give us an idea who might be on the radar to you for you to bring next time down to Florida? Like an idea? That's a stupid question. I don't know. I bring Josh Powers. He's my He's my buddy. He's my. <laughs> you just said that you you like bringing partner. people down. But, but you saw Timmy Lou. You got Timmy Lou. You got Joe Black. You got Will Huckabee. What more do you want? You want Skyler? <laughs> Is that what you want? You want Skyler? I know you're probably a huge Skyler mark. What? The? Actually, I'm a Skyler Ho- Hollis fan, but tag team wise, but Skyler's a good guy. We had him on the show. As a matter of fact. Uh, uh, you missed your opportunity to call in when you told me, hey, uh, that, that you see him all the freaking time. I'm his favorite. I'm his favorite wrestler. <sighs> he he says that every time that, you know, he goes somewhere, he has to put up with you. Whether it's in the gym or anywhere. No doubt, that's true. He loves me, though. He knows me. I really don't want to talk to you anymore. I know I know you're saving the callers because they're texting me and they're like, we're calling in and this, this George guy doesn't know how to answer a phone. Oh, give me a second. They demand Caller from 305, you're on Reality Check Radio with Anthony Janazzo. Who's this? This is Miguel from Hialeah. This may not be the time or place for this, but George, I just came through the, the drive-thru and my chicken tenders were undercooked. Can I talk to a manager, please? Wait, why would you? <laughs> okay, that that's random. Well, that, George, the, are you watching the, um, the drive-thru today? It, 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 <laughs> what, is, 
Where's the new girl? Where's the new girl? Quiet. Where's the new girl? Oh, I'm right Christina? over here, just just trying to suffer through George right now. Trying. New girl, let's go. Ask some questions, new girl. Let's show me your journalism at, at like its its highest level. Bring it. All right. Um. So you know, a lot of people know the you know the transition from being Tommy Vandal into being Anthony Genazzo and having Steve Carino be a giant part of that. And and now that Steve Carino is, you know, often doing things with, uh, I believe, being the, the trainer for NXT now, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so Steve, like, the, and, and he means, like, the world to me in wrestling. Um, that, when I, like, transitioned over and, uh, you know, I was going to try something new and, and really, I was like totally down on the business, but I wanted to get back into it. And uh, Steve, like, totally just trusted me for some stupid reason. I have no clue why. And uh, he, he took, you know, took me into PWF, and he, um, you know, he trusted me with the ball. And you know, it's a year later, and I'm still running with it, and he still trusts me. So he knows how much like I, like thankful I am to him because he's given me that second life, that second. Um, almost like a second, you know, career in wrestling. Um, and, you know, for him to be going to WWE and, and be, becoming a coach, I mean, it's, it's so awesome for him because he's such a good guy. He's such a good father. Um, he's just a good guy all around, and uh, he's a great wrestling mind. So, you know, it's, it's awesome for him to be able to get that chance. But, uh, yeah, I'm super thankful for him. And, and uh, I, I will say this, I am super thankful for Big Eel as well because, Kind of guided me into that and uh, let me get his wear his boots, his jacket. He gave me a singlet and uh, another guy. He just trusted me and was like, "Hey, man, you know, run with it." So um, it's always cool to have those kind of guys help you out and give you a push. So that was a good question. You know what? You you have just earned yourself into the Breakfast Club. With that question, you are now a Breakfast Club. Awesome! I will be expecting my shirt in February when we go out to breakfast. Right, Melly? Me and you, breakfast babes. Always. Yeah, that, that was a good question. That was a solid question. <laughs> and 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 now that you you are the PWF champ and you've been PWF champ for what a, it'll be a year in about three weeks. December twenty seventh is one year, and then uh, December thirtieth is the next PWF show. So I will be a champion going into December thirtieth, where I face. Um, People are like, oh, you're facing a female. I'm facing Big Bang Ronnie Nicole. And if anybody knows her or has seen her, um, she is she's a, a, a beast. And she hits so damn hard that, uh, you know, this isn't going to be like I'm going in there to fight. Um, I don't want to bury any other female, so I won't say any names. Um, but it, 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 this is going to be a totally different fight. I've been in the ring with her twice, and she hits really, really hard. Um I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to walk away as a champion because I will, because that's what I do. And, you know, if i got to punch her in the face, so do it. But, uh, you know, a year as champion in one promotion that's had some pretty good talent in. So I've beat C.W. Anderson. I beat John Schuyler. Um, I've been in the ring with Carino, Zane uh, Riley, all these guys. So, you know, all good. And all of us will be looking forward to it, and all of us will be watching. That, that, and, okay. I appreciate that. 
welcome, of course. Still waiting on my Do shirt. <laughs> nah, you'll be waiting. Stop you'll be waiting a while. You ain't gonna get it. Relax. Okay. Hey, listen, I think there's there's another caller that's gonna call in. I just got a special special message that this call the secret caller is gonna call in, and they have something to say. But they're trying to call. Well, in I don't think we George phone bill. Yeah, George, well, I, I don't think we could. Where, where are all these callers? I mean, Anthony keeps saying there's all these callers. What are you doing? You're I mean, supposed I'm, to be doing I'm, your job. I'm, what are I'm you so doing? Like, I'm, I'm not, listen, yet. right now we cannot accept any more calls because we're on recording right now. We're in archive mode. <laughs> uh, we passed the. We, Listen, I have no. George is the one who is supposed to be in control of this, not me. Probably, I'll tell you what the truth is: is it probably costs more if anybody else calls in and it's too cheap to pay for it. So, well, whoever this person is, Anthony, why don't you three-way him for a second from your phone, huh? What? Listen, I'm not the one. This is your podcast, pal. Yeah, why are you having him do all the work? He's our guest. He's already had yeah. to, you know, basically take over this show and have it be the breakfast club show instead of what you're supposed to be doing your job. This is an amazing burial of George tonight. Like, can we, this is it. Like, he's done. He should retire after this. For like, although this will be like his 20th retirement from Reality Check Radio, I guess. Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Anyway. But I have to say, this this runaround with this crew, I think George has had a better run with us on the air than any other host. That I have to agree with. That I have to agree with. That I have to agree with. Hold on. Aside from Lorraine. So, listen, George. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. I'm going to attempt to call this person three-way because they are itching to get on the show. Well, let's do this quick because right now we only have an extra 30 minutes. You got plenty of time. You can pay the extra bill cheap ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and this is why I love Anthony. I I swear, what have I done to deserve this? (laughs) I, I, I... Christina, what have I done to deserve this? Um, do I need to read the list? Christina, don't don't even answer because he doesn't deserve yeah, anything. Like, so George, George, if you're, George, if you you're asking, am I back come on. on. Yes, you're am back, back on, on, Anthony. Yes, you're back on. I have a very, I have a very special guest on the phone. Okay, this this guy is he's he's pretty damn funny, and he's a member of the Breakfast Club. Josh, you there? Are you there, Powers? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Josh? Hello. Where am I? Uh, hello, Miss. <laughs> what, what, what's happening? <laughs> Welcome to Reality uh, Check I'm... Radio. Reality Check Radio? Can you please check my mm-hmm. reality right now? I I don't know where. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I was told to answer my phone, and now, oh, well, listen, Josh, please explain this to me. Josh, I'm going to give it to you in, in a short version of what we're doing right now, okay? Okay. Okay. So we're on Reality Check Radio. 
the, okay. the, the host of this show, his name is George. We don't like him. So I told him in the we, beginning. We don't like George? No, we don't. And I told him. We don't, but he seemed like a nice guy when he told me where, where I was. He's not, he's not nice. He's really not nice. He's not? I will no, take your word for it. Boo so, George. <laughs> the Reality Check Radio Show is now the Breakfast Club podcast. He's taking over tonight. And Oh, awesome. Are, is this a permanent thing? I hope so. I've always wanted yeah, a podcast. Next Monday, we're on. It's our podcast. We've been fired. Oh. We're going to keep everybody else in the show. The Breakfast Babes, they're singing because they're babes and they like breakfast. And um, Little CM Punk and, and Ricky Rick, they can stay too. They're okay. But George, you got to go. you got to get a new logo, get the logo up, everything. Yeah, no, George, get, get out. Please. It's ours now. Bro, I will, I will, I will find you, George. I, oh, man. Oh, boy. George? George, are you listening? Are you there? Yes, I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, boy. I'm 100% oh, boy, listening. Oh, boy, George. George, let, let me tell you a little story about how, how hardcore I am. So one night, one night, uh, you know, did you ever see, did you see the movie Chappie? Yes. The movie Chappie with Hugh Jackman about Chappie the Robot. Yes. Yeah, well, one night, me and Chappie were at a rave, and uh, me and Chappie decided we were going to have a great time and, uh, you know, drop, drop a, you know, make, make things a little, little more interesting. And so the night ended with Chappie being taken away in handcuffs because I framed smashing some mailboxes. George, do you want, you want that to happen to you? Do you want me and Chappie to come smash your mailbox? Oh my God, George, are you still there? Uh, no, I do oh, not want you there? to smash my mailbox. Yes, I'm still here. Oh, 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 really? That is interesting. That is an interesting turn of events. Because uh, in order to avoid having your mailbox smashed by, uh, by, by myself and Chappie the robot, I'm sitting at gym locker room right now, and people think I'm crazy. I'm on a podcast, so please don't judge don't me. Judge me. Just threatening a man with <sighs> tearing up the mailbox with a fictional robot. But yeah, no, me and Chappie are doing another rave, and I can't, I cannot promise you what will happen after that. See, George, 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 is it our podcast now? This is our podcast. He has no choice. Oh, oh, oh! So I didn't have to threaten him. Oh, okay. I, I, That's cool with you. So, so breakfast, babe. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, still yeah there. we're still here. Listen, breakfast, babe. You have a job, okay? You will be reporting on breakfast every day. This is the, the podcast is going seven days a week. None of this one day crap. And we're gonna we're gonna have breakfast seven days a week, and we're gonna have it out in time for people to download and take it to the diner. Yes, it'll be played all over the place. We're taking this to a whole other level. This is consider this a hostile takeover. So, what I got it, Josh. Well, yeah, Josh. Josh. Are you, uh, as Josh. as we all know, because um, George uh, can't afford any more time for us. Um, Christine and I think we actually have to wrap up because um, unfortunately oh, we'll be, we'll be we don't have. No, like seriously, I am looking at the time and everyone's gonna be cut off. Like everyone. Okay, <laughs> so we appreciate this you having the time. Listen. Listen, so uh, 
Everybody search Bridge Quiz. Um, and then, hey, one more thing. Uh, check out the Ugly Ducklings page. They're doing a benefit uh, for, for Kobe Torino, whatever. You can be mad that I bring it up on the radio or whatever this is. But uh, um, if anybody knows what's going on with Kobe, uh, go support the Ducks and Kobe. And uh, go check out the Ugly Ducklings Facebook page. The mainly are Sai. Awesome. <laughs> right, Thank you very much, gentlemen. Hey, George. Thanks for your podcast. No, suck we'll it. take care of it. <laughs> <sighs> My head. My head hurts. It hurts so bad. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, we have a couple of minutes left. Literally, like, I'm watching the time ticking away. Uh, next week's episode, we have uh, New York's very own, out of the House of Glory, Evander James, alongside BCW's David Starr, who will be on the main card for um, Vengeance at BCW next Friday, next Friday, guys. So definitely, definitely, though those are shows that you don't want to miss, and that's a podcast, another podcast don't want to miss with us. Um, I think George is uh, uh, um, has pounding over there, but me and Christina, we got this, because women rule and guys rule. That's how it works. Always. Girl code, come on. <laughs> but again, guys, please, please check us out. We will have the podcast posted on the website where you can link in and listen to tonight's episode anytime, any day, any hour that you guys want, even during breakfast. Why not? So, again, we will have next week Evander James, New York's very own Evander James, and David Starr main, main carding for BCW. So, as we always say, we stay real, you stay real. Good night. Have good a good night, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get better, hopefully without George. But can't make promises. <laughs> Oh, my head hurts so... My head hurts so bad. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality check.